Welcome, everybody, to the FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast number three. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to FXR for coming on board with these guys. FXR designed by racers for racers. The attention to detail and quality that they strive to maintain comes back to the skill team of designers, engineers, and test riders, like our two guys right here, who always push the brand to the next level to provide you with the best product possible. FXRRacing.com. We got a code this week, PulpMX30. You punch in PulpMX30 at fxrracing.com, and you will save 30% at, uh, at the folks at FXR. And we thank those guys. They're supporting uh, privateer guys like um, on the island, like uh, the, the ones that are on this podcast. Uh, first up, uh, he made the uh, main event this past weekend in Minneapolis. Uh, he jumped a quad today. He's very happy. He's Cade Clayson. What's up, Cade? Oh, what's up, Steve? Yeah, I'm in a good mood today. Just beautiful day here in south carolina you can't really complain also on the line he made the main last week in minneapolis and both of these guys have made the mains each and every week we've done this podcast so i think it's the podcast it's uh it's uh k1 speed uh txs rider alex ray what's up a ray what's up steve how are you how are you i'm good you know it kind of just grinds my gears that Cade's in such a good mood he's just jumping around all jolly and everything it just it just pisses me off why does it matter to you guys that I, who i call first before we start the podcast everything because that we do is com is is a competition okay everything. all right uh i'll have to keep that in mind i don't have any pattern to who i call first you're both in my phone on the same group text so i don't At really know pookie. At least Pookie likes me more. That's all that matters. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. No. Yeah. That was a lie. That was a lie. It was. It was. I just had to. I just had to say it, Clayson. Um, okay. Uh, email from Chris. Uh, Yo, love all the pop stuff, but I just sent a special message of support for the Privateer Island Pod. First time I listened, and I loved it. What a great perspective on the sport. It's a whole other world down there on the island. Having two dudes on there scrapping about the series and giving their take is awesome. The sports needs more of this, and you are doing a service. Keep up the good work, from Chris. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He likes Yeah, the- we've actually been getting a lot of good feedback. Like, whenever I was in Minneapolis, numerous people came up to me and was like, hey, we love the podcast, like everything. It was uh, it, we've been getting a lot of positive energy out of it. Well, good. Thanks to FXR Racing for making it happen. FXRRacing.com. PulpMX30 is the code to save. If you want the same gear that uh, does not get Clayson and Ray the Lit Kit nominees. <laughs> you know what? It's the helmet. My gear this weekend was so awesome. I know my it helmet, is the helmet. Match, yep. match, but it was so – my gear and boot setup was so solid. Like, there was nobody out there with a better combination – Minus if, the if you don't wear those the same gear as your boots, though, Clayson, you're done. Like you have to wear that same color set. I only have one pair of boots. Okay. I cannot like, believe you have one pair of boots and they're the pink ones. It's terrible. The only ones I have. Like he gave them me yeah, a one, and that's the only ones they got. I'm gonna like, get. I'm gonna get you some boots. He was literally. He had wire cutters, like cutting little pieces, and that were hanging off of it. Come on, hey, Clayson. They bend in weird places, man. I'm, I'm struggling. Okay, I got. Yeah, I know. It's life. It's privateer island life. I actually, I was gonna call the dealership, like not that far away from here, and see if I could get a pair. Why don't? <laughs> because of, why don't you go on the island, go deep in the jungle, go past where uh, Schmidt lives and Pike used to live, and uh, grab some coconuts and some uh, some bark and maybe a koala skin and, and build yourself some some boots. 
Man, it's literally because, like, like I even talked to the dude at Alpine Star. They, they don't make, like, very many pairs of my size because I wear, like, a 12 or a 13. Uh-huh. And most of the guys are all, like, 9s and 10s, and very few are 11s and 12s. So, like, <clears throat> like, they don't have a lot of my size. So that's why, like, it's hard for me to get them. Like, like JB, he had, like, 30 pairs of size 9 boots in his shop. But, I mean, he was like, yeah, see if you can get some, but n- none of them will fit. And meanwhile, he's just got 30 pairs just sitting there, just chilling. Right. I know. That's and then awesome. meanwhile, you got Cade just over here living in the woods, looking like Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, let's talk so about this. Let's talk about boots. this quad that Cade jumped at practice this week, and A-Ray wouldn't jump it. A-Ray doesn't well, jump mean, anything. He doesn't have to. <laughs> A-Ray? I mean, yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't care. You know, I know I can do jumps whenever it comes down to it, so – why do it during the week whenever I'm not getting paid during the week to perform? I'm getting paid on the weekends. I can pull the trigger on the weekends. Who jumped the 353 this weekend, Cade? Huh? You know what? Okay, I was nervous. Who beat you in the main this weekend? I did. Yep, Clayson got you this hey, week. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about quads and triples and jumping and stuff like okay. that. Okay, well. Yeah, but I knew that once the main event came around, I wasn't going to have to jump it because it was so blown out and it worked out for me. Uh, A-Ray, practice good, race good. Get confidence during the week, bust out quads, go to the race on a high, don't struggle with anything, know that you got it, and then you just keep it on going. I'm a believer in that. Yeah, I'm a believer in that also. But at the same time, there's a little bit of, I mean, I don't know. I just, oof, that was a big quad today. <laughs> so I just basically blew your whole theory out of the water. Oh yeah, I mean. Well, nice work. You had a good theory. Nice work, Clayson, jumping it. Yeah. Oh yeah, just send it. I do what I can. I gotta look cool somehow. You guys were pumping McAdoo up last week on the pod, and he did look pretty good until he crashed and uh, uh, finished outside yeah. the top ten. But he was doing well. I think, I think he he would have been in the top ten had he not crashed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, and I think his thing was like, like he obviously he's never raced before. And, you know, when he does his motos at club, you know, he does them on a track that doesn't break down. That track broke down a lot. And I think he was, he struggled to adapt to some of the stuff, like where he crashed. That face got super flat, and it was, like, really hard to get over it. And a lot of guys weren't jumping it, and he was still trying to do it, and it finally fit him. Hey, Ray, that track was hammered, like, like some of those, like the worst people on Tinder that you probably swipe right on, like just hammered, Ooh. hammered. I, I mean, I mean, there's some pretty hammered out stuff on Tinder, but uh, yeah, that track there was a lot of plywood showing, like even like yes. before the triple, like after the whoops, it was crazy. Like there was plywood everywhere. You know, we were taking a lot of inside lines. The track mm-hmm. was real one lined this weekend. There wasn't really very many places to pass, even though Cade passed me in the heat and in the LCQ. But um, no, I only passed yeah, you in the it, semi. I didn't pass you in the LCQ. I yeah, started LCQ. He started in front of you the whole time. I try oh, to remember yeah, that. He did, start, yeah. he did start in front of me. I don't know, but all no, it was it was really hard to pass. Like if you think about it. There was only one turn on the entire track where we went outside. Yep. Yeah, it's, um, and I thought that was the turn before that three-three. Like every other corner, we were cutting across the inside. I thought that track and blew chunks. I, th- I thought it sucked. It, 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 it wasn't. It, 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 
Like that, yeah, that was, rhythm actually was kind of fun. I thought it was going to suck, but it was, there was a lot of different ways you could go through it. And I actually liked it, but that was the only part I thought was cool. What would you do a Ray if you're Cody Gilmore and you're just short three weeks in a row? I don't know, man. If I had to talk to that Corey Moser guy for three weeks in a row, man, I would. It's rough. Would honestly, <laughs> it's it's yeah. If honestly, I'm I'm worried for Moser's friends coming up with the questions. Yeah. What do they ask? Right. How do they do it? Right. I know. I'm with you. Well, have to get that. Did you read it? It wasn't even an interview. They just talked about parking. I know. <laughs> I know. It wasn't exactly hard hitting. Uh, uh, just short yeah, column this week. We get it. You didn't make the main again, like. We'll just talk about something fun that you did. Let's like, let's talk. Riding he so was riding well. good. He was riding so good. Hey, he taught me. So Gilmore bad. was coming, A Ray. He was. Holy cow, he was. <laughs> like last lap. I think I was like, more worried than A Ray was because I was like, man, he catches us. A <laughs> Ray's slamming me, and Gilmore slamming me, and I'm going backwards. I gotta go. I gotta go faster. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Cade started in front of me. I was like, okay, I'm in fourth. I'm just going to stay here. You know, I'm just going to ride. You know, everything's going to be good. Like, two laps to go, I'm like, I see him in my peripherals, whatever the heck, however you pronounce it. I'm not good at pronouncing stuff. <laughs> whatever. Like, he starts coming up closer and closer and closer. I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, Cade, look, we need to go a little bit faster, okay? Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I started making mistakes, and then, Oh, bunghole done got tight. I was like, Ali, man, I got to go. But uh, luckily, uh, you know, we got fourth in the LCQ and still made the main, so it was good. But, yeah, Gilmore was riding really well. Yeah, and a track like that, too. Uh, I talked to a couple of the guys uh, that were further uh, in the front of the main event, and it was tiring because you had to – it was short. The sections were short. You didn't have really time to, to, to relax too much before the next time you had to turn. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Perfect. Oh yeah, it's, it's like I couldn't get on the gas like hard because then it'd be like you get on the gas and you, all of a sudden you got to brake or mm-hmm. there's a wall there or dragons back or like I don't know. It was really quick and tight, which is something that I struggle with a little bit, I think, and something that is a little bit more of Cade's advantage. He's really good in the tight stuff. Oh, okay. So there's the first excuse. There's the first. Reason why Clayson beats you dropped right now? No, I'm, no, I'm giving him a compliment. He beats me, but he, he, he finds a list of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clayson just takes his beatings and moves on on the oh island. Oh my gosh, I, I got beat. I know I got beat. All right, I'm not making any excuses. I'm just saying that Clayson's a little bit better than me in the tight stuff. Um, uh, what about so Georgia, uh, Albertson, and Top Jimmy both? Told me that you guys were having a good old time out on the island, way out on the starting gate out there before the main. Yeah, oh yeah, we was man's land. <laughs> we were cracking jokes and everything, huh? <laughs> what about getting? We were man? laughing. We were laughing because it's like it's like oh, like it was Antignap, uh, Jimmy, myself, and uh, Alex. And we're like, man, we're out here just having a good time. You know, we're excited to go racing, like. We love life. Everyone else up here, they're in a really bad mood. Mm-hmm. They're just angry, ready to go racing. And we're we're down here having a great time. Yeah, I like that attitude. That's good. Yeah, A Ray. A Ray's never angry. Neither is Jimmy. Like, even after our collision that was my fault, he came over to check on me. Like he was like, Man, like I felt bad for hitting you and I was like, Dude, 
I would be so mad right now. And he was still <laughs> happy, jolly. Like, it was weird. I don't know. Jimmy was a little, a little aggravated at one of uh, somebody, some with the track or dirt works or something that night. But, but that's the only time I've seen Jimmy pissed. Yeah. Well, that. one of the dirt works guys called him a little bitch after he criticized the track on Instagram in the morning. So he didn't really like that. But they talked it out. I think they're good now. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think anybody would be happy with that. One thing we did find out in Minneapolis, uh, my wife was there, and uh, she says that, uh, A-Ray, you raced the KJSC in Joliet in 2000. I was working for Kelly Smith that night. Uh, I think we got eighth in the main. Uh, you got third in the KJSC, and you took the kiss from Jamie Little. Yeah, I didn't take the trophy. I took the kiss. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, man. I, I think about it every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, Clayson, did you ever do it? Did you ever have a chance to? No, I was way too much of a goon. I, <laughs> back back in Honestly, the day, man, there was like, there was a lot of goony Clayson. Clayson did not get fast until like the end of his amateur career. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a full, like, goggle strap, rash on the neck and everything. Jeez. There's photos in my grandpa's barn, and it's like, it's like, man, I just want to take them down and burn them. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, well, nice nice work by you, A-Ray, to get in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm Like like I said, I'm super surprised that my grades were good enough because you have to have, like, a note from the teacher. you got to have all this stuff. And, like, I am so surprised that I somehow magically got in there. Like, my dad had to bribe someone. You, It's a good thing you didn't have to, like, name the animal that Eeyore is <laughs> to get yeah, in. I would have <laughs> probably gotten it right then. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, Atlanta this weekend. Uh, what do you guys? First, I'll start with you, Clayson. What do you think? What's your thoughts on it? Atlanta has been kind of hard and slippery a little bit the last few years. It might be the hardest third of the series we're going to see uh, this weekend. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't really remember it that much. I last year I didn't do very well there, and my very first year on a 250, I loved it, and my bike cut out on the face of the triple and cut my night a little short, but. Um. Yeah, I mean Atlanta's so much fun. I love racing there. There's so many fans. Like the pits is awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely is the best pits of the year. Like it's it's kind of tight with all the fans and everything, but it's so much fun finding there and stuff because there's just so many people and it's just a good time and it's like nice and the weather's nice and yep. it's warm and the it's, stadium's rad and it's gonna be sweet. It's as close to a home race as you got, I guess, right? From club, like yeah, yep. Yeah, it's a club, um, so it's nice. I drive to it and stuff, so right. it's not too bad. Hey, Ray, what do you think about Atlanta? I love Atlanta. The dirt's sick. The environment's sick. It's sort of a hometown race. Um, it's close to club, and it's also close to my hometown as well. You know, so I'm going to get to see my dad for the like probably the second time since December 1st. I stopped there for one day at my home. Um, on the way back from California from the club. But, uh, yeah, he's going to get to come. Some of my family's going to get to come, so I'm really pumped on that. Uh, the dirt's good. Uh, just, I really like it, you know. I mean, I haven't had the best of luck there. I think I mm-hmm. came up short of the main a couple
couple years ago. I was just short. Uh huh. Okay. And then last year I had a little bit of a bike issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got a bad start in the LCQ, and I just drove rode straight into the wall like one of those NASCAR dudes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, two years ago, you were just short. Hey, do you remember this, Steve? I got fourth in the LCQ and made the main. It was like my second 450 main ever. And Alex and I were battling for the last spot. And right after the finish line, like, I turned around, and he went to give me a high five. Oh, yeah. to give him a high five back, <laughs> and he crashed, and it was on TV. Yes. Was that Atlanta? God. Yeah, that was Atlanta. Yeah, that was like that the, was, that was the start of our friendship. Um, I was like, man, I'm I'm a Joe right now. Holy cow! A Ray, you've no, I don't know if I don't know what you're more famous for, A Ray, that one or the or the Josh Hansen takeout, or the backflip at Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> oh, the Vegas backflip was gnarly. That was really cool. <laughs> or Pinky, whenever I used to wear that pink gear all the time, the JT stuff. Yeah, you were a bigger gentleman too to be wearing the the pink gear. Oh, dude, I look like a furry bunny. I was like, hey, that's ballsy, that guy. He's a little overweight, and he's running pink gear. That that rocks of, like, that reeks of self-confidence. That's just like, hey, check me out. Yeah, oh, yeah, check me out. Check the dad bod. <laughs> um, FXR Racing, Privateer Island Pod uh, with Alex Ray and Cade Clayson. So, I don't know which one of you jerkies wanted to talk about the privateer situation, but that's something that was brought up. Um, who's a privateer and who's not? Um, which one of you? Malcolm Stewart is not a privateer. I was no. Alex that wanted to talk about it, but Malcolm Stewart is. There's no way he can be considered a privateer. Why? What? What? Why? Why can't he? Why can he? He's got. Okay, he he's got no factory parts. Exact, he has no factory yeah, parts. Huh. Yes, he does. There's no way that Suzuki and Yosh did not give him some of James's stuff. I don't believe it for a minute. Okay, well, they say they didn't. Even Schmidt has most has a bunch of stuff from them. What does like, Schmidt? What does Schmidt have? First of all, anybody can go to Yoshimir. They they're a, they're a, they're a company that is in business, so you can go to Yoshimir and get your motor done by Yosh. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like like Nick went there and got all of the suspension from James last year. Like that, all this that gold stuff that he is it go, like gold or yellow? Uh huh. That stuff that he uses is James's stuff from last year. They gave him for the season. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way they didn't do anything for Malcolm. Okay. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's factory, but there is no way he's a privateer. He's a privateer, bro. You can get susp- – I mean, okay, all right, so he's got some factory suspension or something, but, I mean, that's – you know, it's not that big of a deal. You can get A-kit stuff from Showa, and you guys could get, you know, Enzo stuff uh, if you wanted to from KYB. He's got a line on KYB. Like, you can get it. You can get it done. You know, uh, A Ray's got Olin stuff. You know, that's uh, that's pretty good. That's you know aftermarket suspension that you bolt on. Like I I don't see how that doesn't make you a privateer. I mean, I don't need that stuff. I got Race Tech. Race uh, absolutely, at racetech.com, Pulp Mex Code Seventeen, Pulp Mex Seventeen. But I'm saying like, like it, that doesn't that that doesn't mean anything. Like okay, yeah, some support or whatever, but that's a privateer, bro. I don't, I don't, yeah, but I mean. It's, do you think, do you think Suzuki that's, pays him no, a little bit? No, they do not. I know they don't. You don't even think he gets double contingency? Nope. Or the, triple contingency? Those bikes, nope. Those bikes are from a dealer also. Oh, wow. But, same time, he's got, I mean, I know Ronnie Stewart has a semi and Dakota Tatter has a semi. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't say like that but, makes you. 
he's on a team. Like, it's Ride 365. He gets a salary from those guys. He's getting a salary from someone. He's got a gear deal, a boot deal, a helmet deal, goggle deal. Okay. A spit bike. That's not Privateer Island. If that, he's on his own island. Bro, do you not get a small salary from FXR Racing? No, we get bonuses. Uh, bonuses, yeah. Bonuses, yeah. We okay. Get bonuses. All right. I mean, do you? Uh, what? Well, that that like, bike is not stuck. Look, you guys. I, I look. I love the island. I'm a big proponent of privateer island life. But he's a privateer man. Like I know it's. Everyone thinks of the old days of dudes and box fans, and uh, it doesn't happen anymore. Like Dakota Tedder's a privateer. Mookie's a privateer. Ronnie Stewart's a privateer. You two jerkies are stages of Privateer Island. Well, there is, yes, but there's like no food, no food, no water, nothing, not shit. Then there is Nick Schmidt Island, where there's food, water, shelter, a place to live, place to shower, all that. And then there's a Mookie Island, where he's got everything: a a masseuse, he's got a shelter, he's got water, he's got PF Chang, he's got Panda Express. He's got all that. Apparently, he likes uh, uh, Asian food. <laughs> P.F. Chang's. <laughs> I don't. Why would I don't you know s- what he likes? But I'm just saying he's on his own island. No, man, he's with. He's on your island. He's maybe he's a little away from your camping, but bro, that's privateer he's life. At on, he's at least on the Nick Schmidt Island. He's not on our island. He's at least on Nick's island. Someone, someone on the island sometimes builds a little better fort. It has, you know, a little bit of a ecosystem with a garden, you know, to grow their own food. I get it. They're just smarter than you guys. You know, they're not fighting over coconuts like you are. But they're still on that island. They are still privateers. Very true. Um, you know, they don't, they don't. Here's the thing. Here's when you're not a privateer. You have factory parts on your motorcycle. Not suspension, but factory parts. Uh, wheels, brakes, um, that triple clamps, that kind of stuff. Um, because you can buy suspension. If you are connected enough and you, and you have enough money, you can buy factory stuff. Or if you're getting a salary from a factory team and bikes and parts from a factory team. Like, okay. Okay. So, so when Troy Lee designed, when they only did West and they, they, uh, I think they were on Hondas. They had like Nelson and Christian Craig and those guys. Yeah. They considered privateer. Um, I don't. Yeah, I think they, they were because PC to, did everything. Same, yeah, PC did the for them, and they didn't have factory support. Yeah, so they're they're privateers, privateer team. But wait, what about MCR? But wait though, team. wait, they got bikes and parts from Honda, so probably not. That's they didn't go to a dealer and get bikes. Honda shipped them bikes and parts for free. What I feel about, like there's factory satellite. There's factory satellite and then privateer. I feel like Malcolm is like satellite team. I don't know how you guys can say Malcolm's a satellite team. Like I, I don't know. Like I know you guys are haters, and you know you know, you want to bring another privateer down to your level, but I'm always trying know, to lift people up. It is interesting. I don't understand how some like how Chris Wheeler did not say, "Hey Mookie, I'll give you a few bikes." Apparently he didn't have the budget. Yeah, JGR thing, and, and you know, and then the RCH and everything else. Yeah, I, I, you got you still you got to think they're probably overstocked with those bikes since they've had them for fifteen thousand years, 
and they're coming out with the new one. You don't think they have enough just to give a few away? I think they gave them all all the ones they have away. You got to remember they're not going to give a they're not going to give anybody 2016 models. You know what I mean? So they only I built mean, they're the exact same as the 17. I know, but they're not going to they don't want people to have a 16 model just for the whole PR marketing of you're riding a year old bike. You know, like Alessi and all that was doing for a few years. I don't know, man. I, I it, it is blurry. It is uh, debatable. I get all that, um, but. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, he's not getting factory parts. He's not getting a salary from Suzuki. He's not getting bikes from Suzuki. Just like you, Jerkies. Have you asked Malcolm if he's a privateer or not? Um, I haven't asked Malcolm, but I've asked uh, Roger from Seven. What did Roger say? Yeah, they're privateers. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, he's... <laughs> hey, look, yeah, I, I get it. I You know, I could... If you want to make an argument that he's not a privateer, I I would, you know, I understand. It's not an insane argument. It's not like saying the the earth is flat or something, you know? I get it. But in my books, to me, and keep in mind, boys, I was a two-time top privateer rider in Supercross mechanics for Tim Ferry 99 and Nickway in 02. So we won top privateer in Supercross. We used to get a bonus back in the day from Feld. It was a top three bonus, and I was, uh, my rider, Ferry, and Way won it. So I know Privateer Island. I know Privateer Life. So, <laughs> you know, Yamaha in 02, when I worked for Nick, Yamaha came over and gave us a frame and a swing arm and said, here you go. Here's some support. I mean, I still considered as a privateer. I was sleeping in truck stops. Yeah. So, That's true. you know, a frame, a swing arm and a frame to me didn't really change our life it was production stuff you know nothing works so so if nick schmidt gets yeah. a couple of frames and swing arms from suzuki i mean he's still on the island he's with teddy parks every day he's not as it's not oh, like he's no, living large definitely, nick's, nick's on the island i'm not saying that right i'm just saying like just because you I'm, I'm basically saying the same thing it's just because you get some of it doesn't mean that you're not on the island but malcolm i feel like definitely gets more than what people think and he definitely makes more than what people think. Mm, yeah, I don't know what people think he makes. He makes, yeah, nobody's going to, we don't need to start a GoFundMe for Malcolm. No. Well, maybe one of your rich parents can buy you guys a semi, and you guys can next year have a semi together. Yeah, right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's the... I'll my own semi. I'll just put my face on the tailgate. That'll get us sponsors. <laughs> Jeez. Um, no. well, talking about that, um, what would be, I'll start with you, A-Ray, outside of like a money tree, you know, blah, 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 that would, would help you. What would be the one thing to make your life a lot easier? A one thing to help your life on the island? Um, having my travel paid for. Okay. So flights, flights, hotels. Yep. Um, gas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all, all of it. Okay. That yeah, that's all coming out of out of what I make on Saturday night. Right. Uh, Clayson, what about you? Mm, being able to have my mechanic with me all the time. Yeah. Makes it a lot nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, like I have to waste like at least two to three hours a day just working on my bike. Yeah, that's true. You're you right. Know, that's like I have to. 
like, I mean, I'm not complaining. Like, it's not like it's, like, it's not like it's the hardest thing in the world. It's just like, it's tedious. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> you know, I, uh, like, I'm straight up. Like, I'm a terrible about. mechanic. Like, right. like, I feel bad for my mechanic when he has to come back and work on my practice bike. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just, you know, it's time I have to take out. Like, I wanted to go for a road bike ride today, but I had to do bike work. So then I was yeah, stuck, yeah. Yeah. you know, cycling in the gym. And it's just like little stuff like that. You know, you sometimes you just don't have time because you got to do that, and that right. would be a big thing that would help. Uh, what were you saying, A-Ray? Oh, yeah, uh, same thing for me. Like, even having a mechanic, you know, I mean, Cade, you know, he's fortunate, you know, to ride for K-1 this year and everything like that, and he has a mechanic on the weekends, but um, it's not West Coast anymore, and I don't have Mike, so I'm just uh, finding people week in and week out. Who'd you find? Who, who'd you find in uh, in Minneapolis? Uh, the club trainer, uh, the trainer that trains us here at club. Uh, he went up there for the weekend because uh, it was like their home race. Because um, a lot of the guys from club live up there. And, what? Uh, they live in Minneapolis. Well, they're from, they're Minnesota, from Minnesota originally. Originally, so they all went up there. And, Aren't you guys uh, mixing these people up with the Oldenburgs or something? Or am I confused? No, you're right. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So and then, yeah, he just he okay. helped me out. It was good. Who's helping you this weekend? Uh, the club uh, mechanic here. Oh wow. His name is Greg. Yeah, it was either gonna be it was gonna be my dad, but uh, he had to work Friday, so he would have had to leave at like two o'clock in the morning to get there in time for track walk and stuff like that. So um, I asked Greg, the mechanic here. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be good. But my dad will still be there a little bit later, but he'll still be there. Right, right. And so, um, it'd be interesting to see, like, you know, it'd be, I know people do this already, but like, I was just thinking about the mechanic thing, uh, Clayson. Like, it's guys want to get started in mechanics. You know, they want to be mechanics on the circuit, they want to be guys that, you know, that, that reach a factory level at some point. But but then again, like Clayson, you can't just take any listener to this podcast and be like, "Hey, do you want to be my mechanic?" Like that, like they got to be good. So yeah, I was, it's the whole thing. Like, right. like I was really worried. Nate, the guy I have now, um, he's actually really good. Um, he last year at Atlanta was his first round with me. The next Friday before Daytona, he graduated from MMI, and then he did every round after that with me. And then I got him a job with my team in Canada. He worked for uh, one of my teammates because uh, I had the same mechanic I had last year. And now he's back with me this year. And uh, it's, but like, it's a whole thing because riders and mechanics, like if you kind of notice, most riders don't live with their own mechanic. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's a big, that, that's an issue because like, it's hard. Like, you know, I'm a privateer. I don't, I can't pay you like a ton of money and then expect you to go live somewhere else. But then I also don't want to live with you 24 seven, get tired of you. And then let's argue all the time over stupid little stuff. Cause like I've had mechanics and that's what happens and it happens to everybody. It's not like you just get tired of each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, <clears throat> like when I was an amateur, I had to live with my mechanic and like, like I'm basically his boss and you know, he doesn't want to get told what to do by, you know, an 18 year old kid. He's 20 some years old. Like, right. It's it's just a lot of give and take, you know, and that's what's hard about it. Um, having a practice mechanic when you're us, like uh, like Brayton, his practice mechanic lives here at club, 
with with McAdoo. Oh, it yeah. works out great. Yep. Because yep. Um, you know, like JB goes home, hangs out with his kid and his wife. His mechanics here, and this mechanic loves it here, like way more than any mechanic I've ever had. Like he uh, he loves working here and uh, being here at the track and stuff. And it's uh it's it's just that's kind of the way you have to do it. And the budget we have just doesn't always work. Yeah, if you keep hanging around each other with your mechanic, you end up like you two guys just arguing exactly nonstop, twenty four seven. Right. So I disagree with Kate on that. I okay, disagree with go Kate. ahead. Because I had Derek as a mechanic, Derek Rankin. Okay, he's Benny Bloss's mechanic. I had him for Supercross and a little bit, like, first round of outdoors, everything. We stayed together in that Spider Energy motorhome all the whole series. I mean, he stayed at my house, stayed with me. We were together 24-7. We had a few little bickering things, but we are best friends till this day. Like way more Derek, than a few. <laughs> You guys argued nonstop. You would come over to our rig last year and just complain about Derek and TJ. No, nonstop. I would not. Like, Never. All the time. All the time. No. Like, you guys are really good friends. Like, I'm really good friends with my with my past mechanic, but no, it's just Derek like. Derek are best friends. No. Derek and I. <laughs> Derek, Derek and I are best friends, okay? We're best friends, and I don't want to hear another word. All right, we're best friends. Yeah, he texted. I mean, he, I mean, poor Benny. You know, he got hurt first round. So Derek, he's he's kind of just sitting around. Like, I already asked him. I was like, "Hey, man, you can you can fill in. You know, help the three one four. He's like, "Yeah, I wish, but I can't do that. You know." But okay, um, now yeah, like, what's he gonna be doing? He just let him go. Let him let him help out. Well, I mean, he. I mean, he. He still helps on the weekends. You know, he's still a part of the team and everything like that. You know, I mean, that's the team. Hired ah, him, so whatever. Put up the ten and then go help out. out. Go put up the ten and go help out, A Ray. Hey, Ray, why don't you just go ride his bike? Yeah, I need you. Dude, I would. I, I, tell yeah, Forrest. But, tell Forrest to get over it. Let you ride his bike. And I will. You just go. You and Derek to back together. What's how many phone calls do you think uh, Forrest Butler at the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team has already gotten? Probably 25. Right? 25 people being like, hey, man, boss is out. Let me help. Right? Let me and ride. Probably 22 of those are people that he didn't even give two craps about. I know. I know. I, I, I don't want to call anybody out on the island, but I've heard from some managers over the years, guys that would call, and they're like, yeah, no, you got to – you got to be like right in the main events for us to to think about you. Sorry, bro. You know. Um, yeah. But some guys, hey, I guess if you never ask, you never know, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Actually, Derek, my mechanic, he actually got the job with Rocky Rocky Mountain or whatever, and he actually sponsored me with an entry fee this year. So I put his little logo on my graphics, on my front fender. And, and Nate gave us some grip tape at, at Anaheim. Oh yeah, Nate did too. Nate knows about the privateer island and sleeping at the truck stop. Oh yeah, on the on the ground or he with no shelter. Yeah, he lived in a tent for a while. Eleven ten mods days. He knows. Oh yeah. Okay, he knows so for sure. who was faster this week out of you two? Cade. Because of the quad. No, oh, no, I didn't, everything. Jump the, I didn't jump the better, quad until we were totally than... done. It was literally the last thing I did of the week was jump this huge quad. Dude, how do you guys practice and not jump this quad? There was a, we did, that's not the fastest way through the rhythm. Oh, okay. The other way is through there with a different quad. Rhythm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's different There's ways. so many ways yeah. to go through the rhythm. All right. So It's really long. It's like 
Uh, there's at least 12 to 13 obstacles in the rhythm. So are you normally faster placing during the week than A-Ray? I mean, whenever we do long motos, I'm always faster. And sometimes when we do sprints, he'll put it to me. But, yeah, usually during the week. That's what I was saying to him. Like, And I don't mean this in any sort of mean way towards Alex. And that's what I told him earlier, like when we talked about it earlier. But, like, it sucks because, like, and it's, it's nobody's fault but my own. But on the weekends, I'm just not riding like myself yet. Um, uh-huh. Like today, today I was like a second faster than A Ray, and on the weekends, usually in qualifying, he's faster than me. And usually in the heat, L semi and LCQ, he's faster than me. Like uh-huh. that's like he's that's just it. And I'm just I haven't gotten to that point yet this year to where I've rode like myself on race day. So, I was a lot closer this yeah, last weekend, right? But um, I feel like. It's starting to turn around. I'm just not quite there yet. So A-Ray is Stu, and Clayson, you are Dunge. Stu and Dunge. I guess you could yeah. say that, yeah? Yeah. 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 I would, I would not mind being Stu at all. I have a lot of Stu in me, though, with crashing and whatnot. Though. Okay, that, is that is true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm more like a, uh, well, more like a Kenny right now. Like I crash a lot. Yeah, Clayson. I, I got the fitness to go 110. I uh, I broke you guys down this week in my column uh, on race. I read it. Yeah, and and that's what I yeah that's what I, I agree. Like you, you're a little sketchier than uh, than A Ray. Um, yeah. All right. Hey, real quick, uh, let's bring in the ultimate privateer, uh, Jason Thomas, to discuss this privateer uh, island life uh, status. Oh, man. JT. So we just spent 15 minutes debating. Who's a privateer and who's not uh, on this? And, and and you, JT from Fly Racing, you are the ultimate privateer forever. So, is Mookie a privateer or not, JT? In your eyes, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes because I don't I don't see him getting a ton of factory help, and I think. Uh, Anytime you miss a race because you're you missed the first round because you're not ready, that screams privateer to me. Thank you, thank you. What do you think, yep. Clayson and Ray, Jason Thomas? I mean, that's fair. It is fair, fair. but is. but I mean, I mean, I, mean I was, I'm a privateer and I was ready to go. They're angry, like, JT, at Mookie me being call, me calling Mookie a privateer. No, I mean, yeah, I'm I went through about this it. Too. Like he's uh, fast. It used to be tougher. Like even like guys like Travis Preston and those guys, Tim Ferry, those were all privateers. I mean, they won top privateer, you know, in their yeah. day. Yeah. So it was, it was tough. He lost. He was probably more wealthy than half the riders on the line, and he won top privateer. You know, that was a lot of money back then. So um, I, I feel your pain for sure, but I think there's there's like fifty shades of privateer. You know, without all the kinkiness, take all the kinkiness out, and that's what we're dealing with. Oh yeah. Take the kink out, A. Ray. Get it out of your mind. Well, maybe maybe uh, maybe Kate and Alex know more about the kink with them driving around the country together. But. <laughs> no, I agree with what you just said. Like, like I was saying earlier when we talked about it is, like I said, there's factory and then there's satellite teams and then there's privateer. And like I feel like Mookie would be more in the satellite than in privateer. But, no, you know, like no, but like, but like me, I'm a privateer, but you know, I'm not as hardcore of a privateer as Greco, like. I mean, like, I'm yeah. not doing what Greco is doing, but, you know, I I'm feel like I'm still a privateer, you know? But I feel like Malcolm's ahead of me, but... 
You guys yeah. are all on the island together. Greco has got nothing to shelter him from the storms, just a, like a, a palm tree. And Mookie's got a little hut he built. That's it. That's the differences. You know, JT. Yeah, Gre- Greco's got enough money to buy that that mustache paste that he puts on. Right, right. JT, you, at your career, you had a nice hut. You were a nice I, hut privateer. I did. I, I, well, I started, uh, you know, I started me and my dad driving around in a van and literally sleeping in the van. Yes. And then uh, things got better and, you know, look at Weston Pike. He started out in the hut and then ended up owning the island. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all right. You, you too can be Richard Branson. <laughs> Both of you. There you go. <laughs> Both of us. I don't think A. Ray knows oh, yeah. who Richard Branson is, but we can <laughs> we can explain to him later. Um, He's a very rich individual that now owns an island. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for your time, real quick. Uh, we wanted to get this get this figured out. Thanks for the breaking. Right. Hey, JT. Did you cut your hair? I did. I did cut my hair. Okay. Now you're you making too much fun of me. I had to, had to do something about stupid. it. Do you think that like you looked a little weird like with your hair now that you cut it when you look back at pictures? Nah, it was aggressive. I'll give you aggressive. That's about as far as I'm going with it. <laughs> oh, it was definitely aggressive. I loved it. That was. was awesome. It was. Yeah, I, I, I'm good with aggressive, but other than anything past aggressive, I'm going to be offended by. It, so let's just drop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. All right, JT. Thanks, buddy. All right, see ya. All right, the ultimate privateer has spoken, yeah. and he has said, "Mookie." Is a privateer, boys. I'm wrong all the time. Why has I changed now? <laughs> oh, yeah, poor, me too. Poor, poor privateers. Hey, what was that guy saying about my clutch on Twitter? I don't know. He says no, he was about, saying how you are a privateer because how much of a privateer you are because you have so many hours on your clutch, and you know Mookie would never do that, and Steve called you out and just said you were an idiot. Well, yeah, oh yeah, that thing, yeah, exactly. You weren't. You didn't have so many hours on your clutch, A-Ray, because you couldn't afford a clutch or get a clutch. You just didn't think it was – you thought it was still going to work okay, and then it started slipping. Well, I just and, don't want to waste nothing. I don't like wasting nothing. There's a difference between wasting something and, and being – you know, having parts in your motorcycle to help you uh, do well at racing. That's all. Oh, yeah, well, yeah true. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, boys, FXR Racing, Pulp MX30 is the code. Please, uh, FXR, they stand by their product. They stand by their riders. They believe strongly in grassroots promotion of athletes, no matter what age, skill level, or discipline. Even on the island, your factory ride starts with FXR. So, your factory ride starts with FXR, so you guys are starting. Oh, we're pretty much factory. Yeah, you're pretty much factory riders. That's exactly where we got it. Uh, Cade Clayson, Alex Ray, thanks, boys. Good luck in Atlanta. I will see you both there. Thank you. All right. Thanks, yep. Dave. Appreciate it. See you.